episode 493. Thank you all for listening to episode 492, Hot Takes, part one. I am Gray the Mark, your co-host. Bear, going for Hot Takes, part deux. That will be the next episode. Birdies and bees. I can't wait for Parrot on Hot Takes, part two. It's going to be awesome. (laughs) It'll be great. You'll do well, Parrot. It's just your opinion. So, um, I'm back. And so is Bear. Had my little trip to Iowa. We had some fun with uh, some of the bands out there with uh, Mitchell Tenpenny, which, by the way, Parrot, he is not a headliner. The merch does not go well. Um, it was, but it was still fun. Uh, had Jelly Roll on Saturday. That was that was pretty good. He was dope. And then this week, we got a big lineup this week, uh, leaving for Illinois tomorrow or two days ago when you hear this. And actually, if you're hearing this, it's Thursday. We have Parker McCollum and Laney Wilson as the headliners tonight. Tomorrow, we've got Kane Brown. And Saturday, Jelly Roll and Nickelback are our headliners. Big, big lineups this week. It's going to be a lot of fun. Come check us out in Bloomington, Illinois, if you are a rep. Go to the merch tent and ask for Gray or Shiv. No parrot. You can mention the parrot. If you mention the parrot, I'll give you a shirt. (laughs) If you can just mention parrot and just say, where's the parrot? That's the key phrase. Where's the parrot? And if you say that, you're going to get a shirt. So if you're in Bloomington, say, where's the parrot to Gray, and you will get a shirt. And I hope, I hope to God, I see someone post something about going there and I'm going to text them or message them and say, go to your merch tent and go get it just for the free shirt. Tell it to your friends. Next thing you know, great. Know you away 500 shirts. No, no, no. We're limiting it to the first person. <laughs> but, but if you do come up and you're not the first person, I'll give you a koozie. How's that? Warren's Eiders, man. There's eaters, whatever it is. He has a dope koozie. Perry, you would have loved it. And that and the hoodie that Chase Rice had was a Coors Light can. It was Coors Banquet. It was dope. I would say also if they come up and they're wearing over the line gear, they oh, if they're wearing over the line gear, they're gonna come and vend. I'm gonna let them vend and pay them for the night. <laughs> well, they might want to enjoy their concert though. Well, they can still enjoy it from the uh from the merch tent. <laughs> That's true. So, get paid for it. Yeah. So if you are in Bloomington, mention where's the parrot? Just like where's the beef? Where's, where's the, the beef? parrot? And you will get your free shirt. Parrot, do, you, do you know where that's from? Where's yeah. the beef? What's it from? Arby's. No. Oh, parrot. Oh. <laughs> Wendy's. Come on. That's all right. Thanks to Wes Anderson for moments in time check him out on facebook with sanderson music give him a follow on the twitter at songs by west thanks to all wear clothing visit allwearclothing.com mention overline podcast brandon is going to hook you up with that merchandise deal thank you to grandel's quality landscaping give sean a call 419-704-5471 serves the Toledo surrounding areas and not los angeles california thank you sean thank you to paper denim art danny wonderful work she does over there parrot's got some in that room there too don't you don't you have something from Danny in that room? You got the Space I Jam. I have the Space Jam cover. And it's freaking amazing. We got Frank. Speaking of which, if you have not seen Always Sunny in Philadelphia, new season is off to a great start. Second episode wasn't as good as the first one, but the first one was one of the best in a long time. And, man, they are looking old. Like, D looks good, and Frank looks like Frank. You know, Danny DeVito looks good. Mac does, too, though. I mean, he's... Mac looks... I mean, but you can tell Dennis and Dennis Charlie is, are looking old, man. Yeah. 
Yes, I, just from the previews I've seen. I told you I'm going to catch up on Wednesday or yesterday when you heard this, but yeah, I uh, I haven't got to watch him yet. I'm trying to get some stuff caught up, and it's working anyways this week. So oh, no go- no no golf on Wednesday. They got a they got their huge uh, outing, their annual outing. So no league this week. So I'll have some time to catch shot shit up on Wednesday. Yeah, definitely check that out. And the first episode is about inflation, and it is hysterical. Oh, I can only imagine. There's there's so much shit going on. There's shit going on with Charlie and. Mac and Dennis have their thing going on with inflation. Charlie has something going on in his apartment with Frank. D has something going on as well with her place. And then, um, uh, uh, gosh, what happens with, oh, later on, you'll see. I'm not going to go into it, but pay attention to Mac throughout the whole episode. It's just, it. it's the whole thing is just so good. And I was like, man, where has this been? Nothing's been this good in a while. And, uh, and the second one was just a fun one with Frank shoots all, all the gang. Oh, God. <laughs> That's right. That is, yes. That is. I, I do remember seeing that one in there. So that one should be very interesting. Yes, it was It was good. So, yeah. But anyway, Paper Denim Art, go to Facebook, go to Paper Denim Art, mention Overline Podcast. Danny's going to hook you up. Uh, like we said, it may take a while to get your art because she is so busy with all the artwork she does. And uh, she she will she will do a bang up job for you. Whatever you want it made out of. If you need something in memoriam, and you have someone in your life that uh, had clothing or fabrics or things that they use that are important to you and was important to them, and you wanted an art, she will have it done. And uh, she just does some amazing art. So just took one uh, took an Elvis to Robbie. I showed Bear that last week. That Elvis was sweet. And uh, Danny can hook you up as well. So go to Paper Denim Art on Facebook. Thank you to Sparty Steve. And last but not least, Connell Barrett, datingtransformation.com. Yeah, make sure you get yourself over to datingtransformation.com. And if you mention Over the Line podcast, you will get the free consultation from Connell. And in the meantime, get to amazon.com and buy Connell's book, Dating Sucks, but you don't. So pretty cool. We just talked about this. And uh, um, locally, actually, someone I went to high school with, Mitch, he and his grandmother, Louise, went on a six-week trip to visit all MLB stadiums, and they accomplished that goal. And just how amazing is that to get it done in six weeks? She's 91 or 92 years old, and it's something that her and her husband wanted to do, and uh, her and her grandson did, and they got it accomplished. And and I was just telling Bear before the show that – the, she threw out the first pitch at the Tigers game. That's where they ended in Detroit. And uh, in the opposing dugout was the Arizona Diamondbacks and their manager. And she and her husband used to host AAA players. And he was one of them when he had his stint with the Mud Hens. So pretty damn cool that he got to see her and saw her in Arizona, but got to end it with him that day. Just a cool story. It's making national. It was in the blade front cover of the blade when they started there on WTOL today. Tigers posted it. It's starting to make some more headlines. I'm sure it's going to make it across uh, the nation. Just a pretty damn cool story. And uh, one of those bucket list items checked off six weeks. How incredible is that? Did they drive or fly? What? I think they did a combination of both. A little bit of both. Yeah. They, I know they had to do some flying because they had to get from like Florida to New York. Like if you see their itinerary, it was, it was wild itinerary, but it was fun to, to see if I was in town or had time, I would have tried to gone to that Tigers game just to see that happen. That was just pretty neat. 
Yeah, no, it's a great story. I mean, you don't, you hear about that of people like over years, over a lifetime, making it to all stadiums, you know, like uh, father, son or daughter and, and dad sort of deal, you know, get to go to all the things. You don't hear about that in six weeks. That's no. impressive. So good, good for her that she got to do it and good for Mitch to take his grandma around. That's, that's an awesome story because that's something again that, you know, she, you're, you're never, yeah, you're probably never going to do again. Definitely, obviously not her, but even right. him, I mean, you know, you, it's just, it's cool that it's something that was out there and uh, she got to do. So awesome, awesome to hear. Great story. Great story. So, Bear, I know we uh, we have golf. We have the Canadian Open. Uh, what happened this past week? Heard it had a wild finish. Yeah, RBC Canadian Open. Um, first time, oh, goodness, I, I'd have to look. I think in 52 years, a Canadian won the RBC Canadian Open. How about that? It's almost like the Canadians winning the Stanley Cup. Can't do that either. Um, but Nick Taylor gets it done, beats Tommy Fleetwood in a playoff by dunking, I shouldn't say dunking, sinking a 72-foot putt on the fourth playoff hole. Um, For Eagle, right? Uh, yes. Yes. It, well, uh, yeah, I, I don't remember how 18 played. I think 18. Yeah, 18 is a par five. So, yes, for Eagle, um, Tommy was in semi-close for a bird. He probably had about eight feet for a four. Um, but, man, just another heartbreaker for Fleetwood. Dude just can't catch a break and win on tour, man. He just can't. Can't tell you how many runner-ups and top fives that this dude's had. Stinks for Tommy, but happy to see a Canadian win, the RBC. Good for Nick Taylor. Um, but, yeah, as I said, Fleetwood lost in the playoff, and you had Aaron Rye finish tied three along with Terrell Hattons and C.T. Pan. Eric Cole and Mark Hubbard were tie six. Justin Rose, solo eighth. Andrew Novak, Rory McIlroy, and Brandon Wu were tied ninth to finish out your top ten. I think the funniest thing, I don't know if you saw, but um, obviously, again, stating that it's been a long time since Canadians won this event, um, Adam Hadwin came out and had their champagne. Have you seen this yet? No. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Got tackled by I security. Saw it, I saw it two weeks ago or two weeks ago two days ago oh. and then uh parrot shared it again with me because that was where was that at no that was rbc yeah that's was what, it at rbc yeah it was yeah. yesterday it was what just just happened um i mean just absolutely hilarious uh poor guy and by the way adam hadwin finished uh t12 he finished tied 12 and he comes out to celebrate with his friend and and uh countryman nick taylor with champagne and gets tackled by security um, it's been a hilarious thing on Twitter. By the way, um, props to security for doing their job. Yeah, well, I mean, that's what they said. They're like, it's Canada. These people are supposed to be nice, I thought. <laughs> but yes, good for security. Um, and obviously they got him off and the security guy and him laughed it off uh, right after that. But um, you probably thanked him for doing his job. He knows he's protected when he's up there. Oh, absolutely. I mean, that's great. You know, and, and it's he. It's not like Hadwin was wearing, you know, his polo, and you know, it's not like he was still out there and his stuff. He was wearing like a hoodie and pants. I mean, so you really couldn't tell. And I'm sure the security guard is a security guard, right? He's not a big golf guy. He doesn't know these guys. If Adam Hadwin sat next to me on a plane, I would have no idea who the hell it is. Not gonna lie. And I'm a big golf guy. Um, but yeah, it was, it was funny and they all laughed it off. Um, but him and his wife are just fantastic follows. Cause, uh, his wife made some comment of something like, I wish I could have done that years ago or something like that, but they're, they're both hilarious on Twitter. So it's a f funny, funny coming out of that. Um, 
And then for us, our, we all had, we all were really good this week. 20th was the worst for uh, all of us. So Dub and Gray both had Fitz, Fitzy Fitzpatrick, um, who had a 20th. Cody had Corey Connors, who also finished 20th. And by Cody, I mean us. Um, I had Rory, who finished high ninth. And Parrot had Justin Rose, who finished eighth. So really solid week from all of us at the RBC Canadian. And we get to go this week to the U.S. Open, the toughest tournament probably of the year. Um, it's at Los Angeles Country Club in obviously Los Angeles, California. Um, has I don't think it's actually ever hosted a major. Um, I think this is the first one. It used to host a Los Angeles Open 97 years ago. Jesus. So, yeah, this isn't something that's played much. There have been like some national champions here back in the day, amateur. And then I think the most recent um, most recent quote unquote big tournament would be the Walker cup in 2017, um, was, was the, would have been the last time something like that was there, which is pretty much, um, you know, your college, um, USA versus I, I think Europe or however you want to do it. So yeah, not, not much here. I mean, there are guys who literally never played this course ever. So it'll be a very interesting week now. Guys who have um, people like Patrick Cantlay, who went to UCLA, has used this course and played here, but never, I mean, only in like college golf, never, never in a uh, big time tournament or anything like that. So it'll be very interesting this week. Um, they have a 290 yard par three and a par three that could play a whopping 78 yards if they wanted to. Yeah, very, very interesting course layout this week. Rough is heavy. Um, it'll be it'll be a very interesting tournament. The West Coast Championships, I kind of like because it'll end at like eight or nine o'clock on Sunday, which is always good. Um, you get those late tea times, so you get a little bit later than them finishing up at five or six or whatever. So it should be good, but um, they're playing the North Course at about, I think, 7,500 yards par 70. So... It's going to be a beastly sort of week this week for the U.S. Open. Um, and since we recorded Monday last week, as we are this week, yeah, we get to the biggest news in the golfing wow. world, right? the uh, PGA Tour, DP World Tour, and Live Merger that happened, which I think was Tuesday yep. last week. Um, yeah, it's crazy, man. I don't know. Uh, I mean – it needed to be done. The PGA was just going to hemorrhage money because uh, the Saudis have it all. So they were never going to last. But I think the biggest thing is just Jay Monahan. Um, pretty much is like the world's biggest martyr right now. Folded and, like a cheap suit. And I think, um, I really think that he's not going to be the PGA Tour commissioner much longer. I think these guys are going to get rid of him fast, especially from the players meetings they had but i mean i kind of figured this was going to come and happen eventually i just not this soon this fast so i think i mean it's fine right these guys are all going to play golf again it doesn't matter but it'll be interesting to see what happens are they still going to be separate entities are they all going to merge truly together and make one big super league don't know what's going to happen so and i think that'll be years and years of this shit trying to figure out what's going to happen. Um, 
with the tour and what if they change. I mean, I assume they're going to change their name, this and that. So a lot to come on this. Um, but yeah, big, big news in the golf world. Big news. So uh, my pick this week, I'm going to take a live guy. I'm going to use him now. Long course. So I need a long hitter. And uh, so give me Bryson DeChampion or DeShamble. That's what I'm going to call him because he finished fourth for Parrot when he played. So give me DeShamble. Yeah. Um, he's after the Masters, he's been playing well. Even on Live, he's been playing well. And I think it's the, I think it's from this, he got off of his, uh, I'm going to work out and be as big as possible shit. And is finally just being like a normal human being again so we can play golf. So I think that's going to be a good pick this week. Um, I am going to go with another long hitter this week, someone who I truly think um, has quote-unquote struggled lately, but a guy who should win this tournament. We'll go John Robb this week. Could use a U.S. Open title on his mantelpiece. Parrot? I'm going to go, go with Scotty Scheffler. There you go. He's a favorite. I was going to take uh, – I thought about John Rahm, but I'm going to save him for later, probably the tour championship. Yeah, I thought about it. I just – I need a guy to uh, get there. Only beating you by 11 is not going to catch in the next 11 weeks. I Actually, it would, but I'd have to do it each week. Yeah, so you'd have to do it each day. and every week because what is it, 613 to 722. Yeah. Yeah, so it's there. We're getting there. I just need to get under 100. Make me feel good here in the next couple of weeks. How many tournaments we got left? 10. So, so technically lose... 11 with the one coming. Oh, yeah. So you would beat me by eight if that's how it played out. There we go. That's all you need. That's all I need. Um, yeah, so we didn't give the updated, but Gray is at 26.7. I am in second at 31.4, followed closely behind with Dub at 32.6. Parrot at 36.7 and Cody at 42. We might as well pick Cody's because you know he ain't going to pick. And if he does, he's just going to pick somebody he's already picked 12 times. All right. Cody's going to. Okay. That's not a bad pick. It's a good pick for him. I like it. Victor Avalon. I'll put it in. I was making sure he didn't have him already. He did not. Of course he doesn't because he picked a whole bunch of nobodies early when he played. <laughs> yep. So NASCAR, we had Sonoma this past week. Mark Truex getting the second win of the year. Yeah, it's uh, the Truex redemption year coming up. Um, old Rowdy finished second, too. Logano third, Busher fourth, Chase fifth, Dinger sixth, McDowell seventh. McDowell, by the way, have been racing very well on a road course here lately. Uh, Kyle Larson finished eighth, Christopher Bell ninth, and Ross Chastain snuck in with a top 10 at the end. So uh, Cody and Dub both had Dinger, got a six out of them. Parrot had Corey LaJoy, who got a 20th. I had Suarez, got me a 22, and Gray had Austin Sindrick with a 25. Updated standings, uh, I'm at 14.5. Parrot in second at 15.8. Gray with a 16.9. Hashtag nice. Cody with a 17.8 and Dub with an 18.3. They're off this week for Father's Day. No NASCAR. Uh, so we won't pick NASCAR. We'll give it another week. But uh, in two weeks, it'll be the Ally 400 at Nashville. And um, they'll be going to NBC. Done with Fox finally. So off to NBC for the rest of the year. <laughs> the, I'm watching the, the up 
like the actual um, CBS cast of it. And he's just like, security just tackled Adam Hadwin, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that, I mean, it's crazy. It is crazy. Oh, my gosh. Incredible. So, by the way, one thing I'm salty about this week is uh, the Flash comes out on Thursday, and I can't see it till Sunday. Not happy mm. about it. Got to dodge wait. it like the plague. Got to wait a little bit. I know. I got to dodge it. Grayson wants to see it. And, uh, you know, we get Keaton and Affleck as Batman in this one. Should be fun. Oh, I'm sure it'll be a good one. Yeah, it should be. It's going to be going to be interesting. We'll see what happens. Um, I did have a, a screenshot of a screenshot. Of, I did. I made sure I had a screenshot of some things this week. And uh, like I always like to let me uh, let me pull that up. Um, oh, yeah. One that cracked me up. If you're going to come for Coach Prime, you best not miss. So Pat Narduzzi said, that's not what the transfer portal intended to be. It was not to overhaul your roster. We'll see how it works out. But that, to me, looks bad in college football coaches across the country. Coach Prime says, I don't know who he is. If he walked in here right now, I wouldn't know him. <laughs> oh, geez. Got, got the college football beef. Yep. David Wright uh, went into the booth with Keith Hernandez. And uh, to say goodbye, he said – David Wright said, you said I could play for that 86 team, and that made my heart grow, Keith, and I really appreciate that. And Keith said, you might hit seventh. Jesus. <laughs> That's good oh. right there. Old Keith Hernandez. Oh, uh, yeah, old Keith Hernandez. Oh, this was a this was a really good one. There was a, a golf outing in uh, – where was this? In – I don't even know where it was, but a kid was playing in this golf. It was a VFW golf outing and Colin Bobowski playing the role of celebrity hitter, according to his high school, LaSalle high school. So he stayed at the sixth hole and they could have him hit. So, you know, he hit for every one of the teams. He hit three hole in once on the same hole in the same outing. That's wild. Absolutely insane. That's wild. Uh, this this was a good one about uh, about wrestling. Um, let me pull that up. Let's see, wrestling, 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 wrestling. Uh, right here we go. There was uh, Paul Heyman was on a podcast and he revealed that John Cena had to be convinced to go public with his Make a Wish visits. He's like, I don't have the words to convey the admiration I have for John Cena as a human being. There had to come a point in time where Vince had to sit down with John and say, you need to let go, let me go public with these Make-A-Wish visits. You have to. You know, you're hurting Make-A-Wish by not allowing me to do that because if people understood how much of your time uh, you give to Make-A-Wish and these kids, they'd be inclined to contribute. They, they'd, they'll be inclined to get involved. You will help them if you allow this because Cena never wanted to exploit it. He never wanted uh, publicity for for it. He never wanted recognition for it. He wanted to just do it. That is a hero. Mm-hmm. That's from Paul Heyman. Yeah, I did see that as well. Um, really cool. Really cool from from Cena. You know, obviously the the fact that he didn't ever want to come public with that is that's you know just shows what kind of person he is. Yep. Didn't want the ex. He didn't want the 
Didn't want to exploit it. Didn't want the recognition. Wanted nothing from it. As Coach on China. As, as you shouldn't. I mean, you're just. And then they compared it to Dwayne. Dwayne has to publicize everything when he gives away trucks and cars and all this. I'm like, well, it's Dwayne. Yeah, I mean, I get it. But he also just, I, I don't know if you saw with the thing with the UFC fighter, too. Dude posted he had literally $7.49 in his bank. And um, Dwayne commented on it and just said, uh, I was there at that point, too. I understand your grind, this and that. Uh, I'll be reaching out. He didn't say what he was going to do, you know, but he said, I want to help. So Hmm. Um, everyone's been giving him shit lately. I've seen because the XFL lost $60 million. Yeah. Um, Which what 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 entity has ever made money in the first year they've done anything? Nobody. No. People are just dumb. You know, a lot of that money they lost is probably stuff they paid up front for all the capital. You, you, this cracks me up. USGA rule 11.1A no penalty to either player if the ball accidentally strikes another player. So it's got the guy surrounding the cup with his feet. So if it hits him, it falls in. Oh, that's that's fantastic. That is fantastic. So we got that. Uh, I saw Snoop Dogg's coming into town on July 19th, as you mentioned, Snoop, the yin-yang twins. Mm-hmm. Uh, day before my birthday. I know. I'll just be getting back from Florida. So um, Toledo misspelled a street sign. Instead of Sylvania, they put Slyvania. Oh, God. Great work. Uh, I know we talked about this before. Um, Uncle John's owner bought Bedford Hills Golf Club for 3.6 mil. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that old Peapod said on August 12th, we need, we need to go to the first annual deathmatch tournament. King of the Hill happening in maybe Michigan. Um, I have to go. Yeah, I uh, I think that's club championship weekend, so I will be out. Of course you are. Well, they pick the worst times to have their uh, stuff. I mean, literally, I'm pretty positive that when anytime they have those, it's always in the summer. Why do they do it in the summer? No, they do it every couple months. Well, yeah, but then once you get into football season, that's over. What about like uh, March or April? They have one. Uh, well, when did, when is their next one? I think they have one coming up. Uh, let's see, June seventh. Oh, that's in Chicago. Exactly. Won't be there. Damn it! All right, all good. So, uh, NH, or, and let's talk about the NBA. The NBA is going on right now. Game five is going on at the moment in uh, Denver. I saw Miami's up by seven at the half. Yep. That's right. I think uh, Nuggets are going to come back and end this. I don't think they're going back to Miami tonight. And uh, in the NHL, Vegas could take home a Stanley Cup by the time people hear this podcast. They're up three to one, game five tomorrow night. 
Yeah, both could be done and over with. This week, no more basketball or hockey for another four months. Hey, good on Vegas, though. Looks like they might be winning themselves a cup. I hope so. Here in the league. I hope they do, especially the way Florida plays here lately. They've been awfully dirty. So, yeah, I'm hoping Vegas just ends that. Yeah, no, that'd be good. Um, and then just quick MLB updated uh, standings and because we're not doing our stuff until quite a while from now. Um, looks like the entire AL East could be leading the AL Central still, which is great. Um, Razor up, best record in baseball. They are 48 and 20, and uh, they're looking pretty good. So 48 and 20, and, and Baltimore. 41-24, Yankees 38-29, and then the Blue Jays 37-30, Red Sox 33-33. And uh, on down the line, you got the Twins leading by one and a half games over the Guardians, four and a half over the White Sox, five and a half over the Tigers, and the Royals are way out. Uh, 18 wins, 47 losses. Rangers are winning out west, five games ahead of Houston, six and a half ahead of L.A., and 10 ahead of Seattle and 25 and a half ahead of Oakland, who is 17 and 50. Sadly, though, literally only one game worse in Kansas City when everyone thought Oakland was going to be like bottom of the barrel bad this year. Yeah, they're they're not good. Um, the Atlanta Braves, 40 and 25, three and a half up on Miami, eight up on Philly, nine and a half on the Mets. The Mets are just brutal Pittsburgh went in the central by one over Mealy Walke, four over the Reds, five, six and a half over the Cubbies and eight over the Cards and then the D-backs are ahead out west, three and a half over the Dodgers, seven over the Giants, nine over the Dads and 14 over the Rockies San Diego Dads, man nine out, 31 and 34 mm-hmm. a lot yeah. of season left though Yes, there's only like a thousand more games to go. Absolutely true. All right. And th- we had a UFC over the weekend, I saw, and I saw we had a retirement. Yeah. Um, Amanda Nunez won and ended up retiring from the UFC. Um, not surprising. I think that she's ready for her uh, mom <clears throat> life and all that. So good for her. She probably is the GOAT of that division. Um, and honestly, I didn't even watch the UFC card. Totally forgot about it. I saw Oliveira won uh, first round. Knock out in the first round. Over Darush. Yeah. Fuck Uh, it. Got submitted. Yeah. Fuck it. Got submitted. God, fuck it. He just said fuck it and lost is what happened there. Yes, he did. Well, I'm going to pull up the, uh, fight card for this weekend. So hold please while I pull that up. So I can go through and uh, butcher some names. Ooh. That's going to be a good one this week. We got Vittori and Cannoneer. Now we're talking. It's sad that we're going to get better cards um, on some of these fight nights than what we're getting on pay-per-views. Let's see. Where's the fight night at? Ah, they're at the Apex in Vegas Saturday night. All right. Fight number one of the night. We have old Zach Palga versus Modestus Bukakasasas. Bukaki. That's about what's probably going to happen to him. <laughs> I guess. 
bantamweight fight. You got Dan Argueta, American, versus Ronnie Lawrence, American. Women's yeah, fight. brother. <laughs> uh, not the same color. Oh. We got uh, Teresa Bleda. You think Step brother. Gonna... <laughs> there you go. I think she's going to use a blade to beat uh, Gabriela Fernandez. Fernandez. We have, oh, Jesus Christ. We have a flat, men's flyaway bout. Zalgas Zahungulov from Kazakhstan against uh, Felipe Buenes from Kaz- no Kaz- picture, no country. Don't even know where Felipe is from. Kazakhstan. The great Felipe is from the uh, great unknown. Uh, then we got another flyaway. What's up with this? It is. So we got bantamweight, flyweight, 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 bantamweight. Dear God. Another flyweight bout. <laughs> Carlos Hernandez versus uh, Denis Bandar from the Ukraine fighting for uh, Zelensky. Um, another bantamweight fight. We have Quang Ho Kang. Yes. He looks like just a god-awful like uh, Asian movie villain. Like I feel like he got his ass whooped by Bruce Lee in the 70s. Probably against uh, Christian Quiones from Mexico. Oh, oh, guess what? Hey, what's up next? Oh, another flyweight bout. We sure. are Jimmy Flick. Yes, Jimmy Flick against Alessandro Costa. A welterweight fight. Finally, someone over 105 pounds. We got a uh, Nicholas Dolby versus Muslim Shalikov from Russia. They Shalikov. They should have put uh, the Russian and the Ukrainian against each other. That would make for some good TV. To the card, uh, the oh wow, guess what? Oh, a bantamweight fight, big shock. We have a. Uh, I need you. I need you to do the one. I'm going to do the other side. We got a. Uh, Why? Well, could you get the easy side? <laughs> I don't know if it's easy or not. I just want to pronounce some of these two. We go uh, with uh, Rainy Barcelos against. Again? Miles Jones. Johns. Yeah, you still fucked it up, and it was easy. <laughs> we got a uh, lightweight bout. I get the easy one on this one. We got uh, Manuel Torres versus... Nicholas Mota. You think he's related to Jake LaMotta? <laughs> Might be. We have a uh, featherweight bout. Oh, my God. Big shock. Another person who's under 10 pounds. Pat Sabatini versus... Lucas Almeida. Got a middleweight bout. Finally, a little bit of meat on someone's bones. We have uh, Armin Petrosen from Armenia. We got Armin from Armenia. Who would have guessed? Versus from the United Kingdom, Christian Leroy Duncan Donuts. I wish it was Leroy Jenkins. Christian Leroy Jenkins. We got a lightweight bout. Oh, I'm sorry. I lied. I just, we just read. Oh, wait. Yeah, you do have a lightweight bow. Oh, we do. There's two. There's two Armin's <laughs> Armin, from Armenia. Armin and Arman. <laughs> I was so confused. I was like, wait a second. I just saw this. Another. <laughs> so we got a lightweight bout. Uh, Arman Saryukan. Saryukan from Armenia versus Arman Saryukan in the Yukon from Brazil, Joaquim Silva. Joaquin Silva looks like he should be doing your taxes or some shit. Put a suit on him. You're about right. Put a suit and glasses on him. 100% he's doing my taxes. 
Yep, agreed. And your main event, uh, actually, it should be a really good fight. Uh, middleweight bout. We have the number three ranked middleweight Marvin Vittori versus Jared Cannonier. Jared Cannonier from the States, the number four ranked middleweight. So it should be a pretty good card besides all the flyweight and bantamweight ones uh, from Vegas this week. I don't even know if I'm going to watch that, honestly. I'm going to take uh, Marvin from Italy. Um, oh, man, I think so, too. Um, Vittori is pretty solid and just can't beat the top guys, but I'd like to see him win. Um, let me see if uh, – See, I think Cannoneer, let's look at his last couple. Uh, yeah, so Cannoneer beat Brunson, lost to Izzy in a unanimous decision last year, and um, beat Sean Strickland in a split decision. So a little bit, a um, little struggle fest his last two. And Vittori beat Paulo Costa uh, in a unanimous decision, lost to Robert Whitaker in a decision, and beat um, Doladis in a unanimous decision. So his last three fights have been decisions. So we'll see if we can get a finish out of this one, but I'm going to take a gander and say that we'll probably get a decision. All right. Perry, who are you taking on that? Second guy. Cannoneer. All right. Perry, you got anything sports-related? Nope. Well, we'll end this one. Thank you to Wes Anderson, All Work Clothing, Crandall's Quality Landscaping, Connell Barrett, DatingTransformation.com, Paper Denim Art, and Sparty Steve. As always, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. Watch out for my true golf pick this week, Patrick Cantlay. Let's go, Shuffler. <laughs>